Hey, you guys, welcome, and thanks for tuning in with your girl, Kaylee. Hey, you guys, so this week we're talking about protecting your energy and the space in which you allow others to share their energy with you. So stay tuned. So the quote of the week is going to coincide with our topic. And this week, our quote is, energy is attractive. Either you affect people or you infect people. Okay, so let's just get into it. So today, again, we're talking about protecting your energy. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I felt like I wasn't protecting my own energy for a little bit and it wasn't brought into my, I didn't realize it basically until after I was already sort of in a funk. So recent, before probably the last month or so, I've been like really upbeat, really happy, always trying to do something. Like I wasn't really lethargic anymore. Like I was very excited. I had a lot of energy. I wanted to go out. I wanted to do things. Like I was enjoying my space. Whether it was my space alone or it was my space with others, I enjoyed the space that I created for myself. My energy is what we can um, basically call is the energy that I had was so positive, so uplifting that I enjoyed wherever I was because within I was okay. Um, over that period of time, I met a few people and even the people that were already currently in my life, I feel like their energy shifted my energy a little bit and I'm not going to put this heavily on people that I most recently met I would definitely say is like a lot of it has to do with people that I already knew because I was pushing people away in a sense so when you have energy your energy is attracted to other people like energies attract to each other and sometimes you pull people into your life that don't necessarily have the same energy as you. Sometimes people attract to you because your energy is more uplifting than theirs are. So they want to feed off of your energy. But in doing that, sometimes your energy feeds off of theirs. So if they're in a very negative space, you can sort of take on some of that energy unconsciously and it makes you in a negative space or it just brings you down, like brings down your high. So I had a few people in my life who are not where I was, I guess. And that's not saying I'm above anyone, but it's just like energy wise, they just weren't where I was. Like they were more upset with life and more upset with where they were. And they had like more of a negative outlook on everything where I on at the time was super positive And I had like a happier outlook on a lot of things going on. Like, even though my life has its own chaos, as I, you know, alluded to in our first couple of episodes, I still was very positive about everything that was going on because no matter how bad it got, a good thing always came out of everything. So when you allow more energy into your life that isn't necessarily positive, it does sort of bring you down. And I didn't even notice that it was bringing me down because it just happened like gradually. Um, I became more tired. I didn't want to do too much. I was very snappy. I didn't have as my patience was just barely there and I already start off with no patience so (laughs) my patience barely being there just made it worse um I don't know it was just like little things that I noticed like normally 
um, windows are always open. I'm bringing in a lot of sunlight into my house. And then for like weeks at a time, my house was just super duper dark. And that sounds very insignificant, but that plays a lot on your energy. Like brighter rooms make you happier. When you're content with sitting in a dark room all the time, it drains your energy. So it was just little things that were going on. Like I didn't want to do anything. I was exhausted. I didn't want to play. I just, it was just, it was hard. It was just really hard to get things done that were at one point super easy for me to do. And it was all because unconsciously I was allowing other energy to affect my energy. And I blame that on the idea of me feeling like I always got to fix somebody. Like I have a fixing nigga problem, a world complex so hard. Like I feel like I need to fix any and everything. Like if you come into my life or if you're in my life, you're almost like a little broken bird like you see a bird on the side of the street and their wing is broken you're like oh my gosh let me come and nurse you back to health that's literally how I look at a lot of things in life like oh my god you're broken let me help you fix yourself like and in that I was taking on their feelings for a lot of things which isn't okay and that's what brings me to protecting your energy in the space in which you allow others to share their energy Your energy is very important, very important. And I don't think we put a lot of emphasis on that. And I know I say that so much. We don't put enough emphasis on this or that on my podcast. But honestly, it's the truth. Like there's so much in life that is important that we don't emphasize enough or we don't put enough importance on to better ourselves. So your energy is important. The energy that you keep, the energy that you share, the energy that you protect, all of that is important. So when you get to the point where you have that positive outlook on life, which is a journey in itself, because we come in with so much brokenness, like you're born with so much brokenness, it's hard to get to the point where you're completely content or completely happy with who you are and where you are. So once you get to that energy where you're able to acknowledge that it's okay to be happy, it's okay to be sad and you're content and your energy is positive and your outlook is like unicorns and rainbows instead of dungeons and dragons, like you need to protect that. Like you need to guard that with your life. Seriously, you need to guard that with your life because that kind of energy is what promotes success. So when you're not guarding it, you're not looking out for your best interests. And I wasn't, (laughs) I really wasn't. I felt like I was, I'm still in the process of trying to understand who I'm now becoming because ever since I started this wholeness journey, I'm having to relearn who I am. Like the person that I was is not the person that I am. The mindset that I had is not the mindset that I have. So in re-educating myself on myself, you lose a little bit while you're winning. Like you go back a little, then you go forward. It's literally like the cha-cha. Like it's a lot, (laughs) it's a lot in that. So I wasn't acknowledging the fact that I was going down. I thought I was still going up. I thought like maybe this was a little funk. I was blaming it on little things like, oh, I'm just PMSing or, you know, oh, it was just a bad week when like, no, that's how your bad weeks turn into bad months that turn into bad years. Like, Let's reconvene what's going on because for a, a, like a couple of months, I wasn't as invested in other people's lives anymore. Like not that I'm saying I wasn't there for my friends or my family like I was, but I wasn't going to let your toxic situation infect my positive situation. 
And that's what the quote is mainly about. Like energy is attractive. So either you affect people or you infect people and people who have negative energy, they are not aware of the fact that they're infecting you. Cause a lot of times they're not aware their energy is so negative to them. It's just, this is what life is going. This is what's happening in my life. This is how it's affecting me. I'm protecting myself. I'm guarding myself. Like literally I have friends that move like this and they're not aware of the fact that you're toxic right now, my love. Like, bro, <laughs> you need to dial it back. You need to find some love in your life because right now it's like a negative rain cloud just sitting over you and everywhere you go, you're getting someone wet. Like, I don't know how else to explain it other than that. Like, you're infecting people and not affecting people. So because... I was trying to figure out who this new person is and trying to branch out and do things that I wasn't normally doing or be more open to allowing certain things into my life. I would allow that negative energy back into my life, which became a problem. So now that I can acknowledge what's going on, I'm starting to distance myself from the energy that wasn't welcoming positivity into my life. It's okay to distance yourself. And I only say distance yourself when you realize there are red flags and other people that doesn't benefit who you are trying to become. Because at this point, you should all be trying to be a better person or be the idea of success. We shouldn't just be complacent with who we are right now. And Honestly, that idea of success or that idea of being a better person should never be stagnant. It should always be evolving and turning into something else so that where you're constantly becoming a better person and you're constantly reaching new strides. Like you should never just be like, oh, I just want this. And once I get it, okay, I'm just going to sit here. I don't have anywhere else to go. No, that's not how it works. You continue to go up. You continue to lift yourself to higher grounds. So... You need to be able to identify the red flags in the people around you that prohibits you from reaching those strides because the energy that they're bringing into your life is negating the positive energy that you're trying to put out to everyone else as well as yourself. And red flags don't always have to be like super loud and super declaring. Like sometimes they're little small things that aren't done intentionally because a lot of times a lot of things that happen are unintentional or unintentional unintentional unintentional, you know what I mean it ain't intentional (laughs) it didn't mean they didn't mean for it to go that way they didn't mean to infect you this way so you need to be able to identify them so that way you can know how to navigate around them So like people who can't take responsibility for the things that happen to their life, you can't take on their issues. You can't take on their pain because they're not able to take on their pain and their issues. So now you're being swamped with all the things wrong in their life, trying to help them when they're not really helping themselves. You get what I'm saying? Like you have to be able to identify the traits in people that they're not understanding is toxic. So that way you can push those ones to a distance and continue to love them for the positive things they have going on. So that's how the idea of loving someone at a distance comes, where you 
love on them as much as you can without taking on their issues because you can't help them if you are good either. And if their energy is bringing you down to a place where you're not able to help them, you guys aren't beneficial to each other at all. So there needs to be some level of a distance from people like that. So that way your energy is protected and you're still able to put positive energy back out into the atmosphere for them and others so that they can uplift themselves. But when you take on all of their issues and you start harboring their problems, y'all aren't helping each other. Y'all are hindering each other. Y'all are enabling each other at this point. So you need to be able to protect this space in which others bring their energy into you. So if someone needs to call you and vent, okay, let them call you and vent, but let that be the end of where you take it. If someone's upset with you and they express that to you and you can't, and they're not, you're neither one of you are receiving it in a positive way. Let that be the end of that conversation until y'all can come back and talk about it. Like civilized people, you need to protect yourself. You need to protect yourself harder than you protect other people. And I know that sounds very selfish, like, whoa, you lost me there. But honestly, it's the truth. Like some level of selfishness is needed in order to prosper. And that's something that I said in previous episodes as well. You need to be selfish to some degree in order to reach new heights. You cannot hold everyone else down and uplift yourself at the same time if nobody is helping you get up there either. And that's the thing with people who have negative energy around them. They aren't, they're not capable of helping you. They're not acknowledging the fact that they can't help you. A lot of times they're not even conscious of the fact that they can't help you. The only thing they can help you with is continue to harbor in the negative things going on in your life or your shortcomings. They can harbor that with you. They can make you feel like, oh yeah, that's so messed up, but they don't have any advice on how to get there, get to a better spot. So that's why you need to really be conscious of everyone around you. And that's in every realm of your life, whether it's work, whether it's your friends, whether it's your family, whether it's romance, like you need to be conscious of the energy that you bring into your space. So that way you can continue to make positive decisions and have a positive outlook and put positive energy back into the atmosphere for those that are negative, as well as for those who are positive. It's a balance. You need certain things. And I'm not saying that you have to be super hippie style one love, peace, and blessings to everyone because everyone's going to have a rainy day at some point. But what I'm saying is your rainy day shouldn't last months, years, and days. That's what this soap bottle was, but (laughs) it shouldn't last forever. It shouldn't. And when you start realizing that your off weeks, well, buddy, your off days start turning into off weeks would then lead to off months, would then turns into an off year. You need to catch that before it hits a year. You really need to catch it before it hits a month. I'll give you an off week. Oh, this week was just trash. Like, you know, everything went wrong. This, that, and the third. Okay, now we acknowledge this week was trash. Let's figure out how we're going to go forward. And if you don't have people in your corner that's teaching you or helping you how to move forward, you need to push them to the side just a little bit. Not a whole lot, but just a little bit. Because you need to protect your energy. Because if you keep them in your corner and they're just sitting here, you're like, yeah, last week was trash. Next week probably going to be trash too. Like, no, sis, bro, fam, my guy, no. (laughs) You need to take some steps back because I can't have that in my space while I'm trying to move forward. It's clear right now that you're not in the space in which you can see that you have a dark cloud, but I am. 
So I need you to step back a little bit so I can regroup myself and figure out where I need to be and what I need to do to make next week or tomorrow a better day or a better week. So I can continue on my up and up year instead of only having an up and up month and then it drops down and it stays down. So that's the lesson that I learned (laughs) in like a month. And it's weird because, like, when you see, like, a lot of stuff that I was posting on social media or, like, a lot of people like, oh, you've been glowing. It's like, yeah, y'all, I was glowing, but, like, I was starting to come down for a little bit. Like, it was certain things that I was looking at differently. Like, I was super happy. I was getting stuff done. Now, if you know me, you know I'm a tad bit lazy. Probably a whole lot of bit lazy. But I was getting stuff done. And then, like, randomly, it was like, oh, I don't have time in a day to do it. Oh, it was just so much going on. Oh my God, I just have so much I have to do. I haven't done. And it's just like people calling me and you got to do this. Like I was getting stressed and it was like, this wasn't, this wasn't going on. What happened? What shifted? What changed? What do we need to do? How do we need to fix it? And that's when I realized my energy was shifting due to the fact that I was allowing more things back into my space that I had taken out of my space for that reason. Because I was getting comfortable with the positive positivity that was provoking my life and my outlook and my success like I was just I was moving I was good and I was like oh this I'm good like I can start doing this again I can start doing that again and it's like oh no maybe I wasn't I don't need to do that no more Mm -mm. I don't need to invite these people into my space anymore and not until they get their self together and then sometimes and honestly sometimes you're going to see that some people you just don't need into your life altogether whether they're new or old all together it's just like mm baby I don't think we meant to be friends I don't think we meant to be together I don't think we meant to you know communicate you know like it's we growing apart you're growing in one direction I'm growing in another they really aren't complimenting each other at this point and I just feel like maybe we can come back around and meet again but right now this isn't the time for us to dwell in the same place You will lose people and that's not a problem. And I think a lot of times we look at that as a problem like, oh, you're being funny, this, that, and the third. Like, no, I'm not being funny, but I'm elevating and I will want you to elevate with me. But if you're not able to do that right now and your negative energy is clouding what I am trying to do on a regular and daily basis, there is no way for us to coexist right now. There is no way for that to happen. And it's no shade on the person that you're going to be leaving It's just, I need me to be good right now because we can't be a world full of fucked up ass people. At some point, somebody has to step away and be like, all right, look, I can't do this no more. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to focus on me. I'm trying to make sure I'm good so that I can help everyone around me for real. And right now, what you going through is not helping right now. And there's no shade on you because I know at some point you will get yourself together, but we right now cannot coexist. We right now can't be in the same realm because we're not walking the same path. And our paths aren't complementing each other. Sometimes you're giving more than you're taking from people. And I've talked about that as well. Like there needs to be a balance. Like people just can't take, 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 take from you and not give to you because that is toxic. And that weighs on your energy as well. You become drained and it's not okay. So you need to be able to acknowledge the energy around you. You need to be able to acknowledge everyone's individual energy and how that energy affects you and then how that energy affects or infects your space. 
Because the truth is, what you do with somebody should not come home with you. If you sitting on the phone talking to your friend venting and they doing this, that, and the third, and they just need to get that off their chest, when you walk through your doors, you should still be the same person that you were before you picked up the phone to talk to them. The problem is when you hang up the phone and now you're negative and now your day is shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now your week is starting to turn into shit and that week turns into a month. That's the problem. That's when it starts being an issue. That's when you need to start looking at the things around you and the people around you. And everything doesn't have to be a very extreme measure of what I'm saying. It could be, it could be a very small level of what I'm saying, but you still need to be able to acknowledge it. Because small things do add up at some point in time. So again, get your energy to a place where you're content with everyone around you and the space around you. And you're content with being alone as well as being with other people. You don't feel small. You don't feel little. You don't feel unrecognized. Like you are good. Once you get to that place, protect that with your life. Don't let anything or anyone come into your space. And bring you down because you would have worked hard as hell to get to the point where you are content and where you are happy and where you can move forward with a positive light. And you need to respect the journey that you took to get to that point and respect it hard so that way you can protect that energy so that you won't let anybody bring you back to where you started. So if you follow me on any social media, you know that I've been reading a book by Tori Roberts called Wholeness. And one thing that I found in his book that was extremely beneficial and helpful to my journey in becoming a better person was his chapter where he talked about how you are broken and how you inherit brokenness and how it progresses through your life. So basically what he states is that in life, when you were born, you are born with brokenness, whether it be from your family or just things that happen to you within childbirth, you come in this world semi-broken. Basically, like when they say we're born sinners, that's literally what he's explaining. Um, and a lot of those things are inherited. Most of your brokenness is inherited through your family. So for me, mine would be that, you know, I was in a single, single parent household that was my brokenness. And that was the first thing that shifted my view on how I looked at the outside world. And he also talks about how you are born with those things, but then there are things that you actually experience in life as a child that changes your perception of the world completely. And he used the example of when he was younger, someone stole his bike when he went into a store to buy some candy. And then from that, from that point on, he assumed that everyone is capable of stealing from you. Everyone is capable of doing something really negative to you and taking advantage of you in the spaces where you feel the most protected. And that changed the way that he made decisions and how he viewed his life and viewed others in his life and everything. That chapter was really important to me because it allowed me to finally acknowledge what my brokenness was. And he used this illusion of when you go into a fun house and you walk past all the mirrors and some of the mirrors make you look long and some of the mirrors are broken. Some of the mirrors make you look fat. Some make your face look funny. Like that's how you progress through life. So as things happen to you, your mirror changes and how you look at things is distorted from what it actually could really be. And that was important to me because I walked through life so long thinking that things were happening to me and I was dealt this very unfortunate hand 
being born and there's nothing that I can do to shift it or change it. And I didn't, and it wasn't that I was playing any role in anything that was going on. It was that everything was happening to me and I was just the victim of the situation. When I was able to acknowledge what broke me or what really played in my decision-making subconsciously, that's when it clicked for me that, oh, this is a completely different world than what I was looking at it through. Like my goggles were so blurry that I wasn't even seeing what really was going on um my issue was that I didn't feel wanted ever like ever in life like I never felt wanted by anybody I didn't feel like I fit in with anything or anyone and I grew up making decisions based off that like I would only hang around people who made me feel the most wanted I would be in relationships with people who made me feel wanted at a period of time and I would hold on to that initial feeling even though later on down the road you were treating me like crap that because I was just so content on being chosen and like I was hell bound on it. Like that's what I needed in order to feel good. It was like everyone else's feelings of me had to be positive in order for me to feel good. So I made dumb decisions. I stayed places I wasn't supposed to stay. I befriended people longer than I needed to befriend them. Like I, it was a lot of chaos and a lot of irrational decisions made off of those small events that happened when I was a kid. And because now I'm able to acknowledge like, yeah, I pretty much did that because of this, because how I was feeling in regards to things that happened to me when I was younger. In all actuality, I have very little control over things that happened to me when I was younger and those shouldn't have shaped my life this far. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't, shouldn't have gone to this age and still making decisions as if I was two or three. So because of that, I shifted my mindset. I shifted how I looked at people and mostly how I looked at myself. Like I was able to acknowledge like, girl, you're not as whole as you think. You a little broken, a lot of broken. You a lot of broken. You need to dial that back. You need to figure out why you're so dependent on other people for happiness and figure out what's within you makes you happy. So I started making better choices. Um, when I, I now can notice myself making decisions based on things that happened to me instead of decisions based on how I think they will affect me later. So because of that chapter, you know, I was able to get a lot of growth and I felt like that chapter alone was probably the most important chapter in his book. So I definitely encourage anyone who is looking to better themselves or, you know, is reading and you don't want, you don't really like self-help books, but you want a book that's sort of going to motivate you. That book is it. Um, he doesn't really talk at you and tell you what you need to do. He talks on his own experiences so that way you can learn through the similarities. Because in that book, there were so many similarities with me and everyone else that I know that has read the book. Because shout out to my girl, Erica. She actually put me onto the book. Um, and I finally got it and I started reading it. And I was like, oh, this, oh, this hurts. Because my reflection in the mirror didn't look so pleasant anymore. It wasn't very, it was the facade that I had put out, the facade I put out for myself was gone. Now I'm looking at the bare image of me and I'm trying to, you know, reevaluate who I am. And that's where this whole learning who I am actually, who I am now, not who I was, but who I am in this present day has become a task for me. And, you know, you're going to make steps backwards and forwards, like I already alluded to earlier, but you know, those are things that you need. And I'm very thankful for this book because it has started, it jumpstarted this journey for me tremendously. And, you know, I definitely suggest Again, anyone going down the same path or looking to go down the same path or just want a little bit of insight on who you are as a person and you don't know how to navigate through that journey, get this book. This book is worth it. It wasn't even that expensive. Um, and I promise you, you won't regret it.
All right, so boom. For this segment, I definitely want to give like my unpopular opinion because I feel like I have the most unpopular opinions about everything. Like I always say, I'm I think differently. Like and I, especially when it comes to like how most typical females think. Like I think completely differently. Like, and I say this so often that it's like, okay, why not share my unpopular opinion? Like maybe there are people out there that share the same opinion or some variation of what I'm saying thinking. So. This segment is going to be strictly for the unpopular opinions. And this week, I want to talk about Kodak Black and Lauren London. Now, we already know Kodak Black is canceled for many other things in everyone's eyes. I don't really keep up on him because I think naturally he's just ignorant as fuck. So I don't feel like I need to keep up on his life. But recently, I've um, read or listened to his video in which he was talking about Lauren London and how he was trying to shoot his shot. Don't get me wrong. That was in bad taste. Like that was ignorant and disrespectful. But my unpopular opinion comes for why I was ignorant, and disrespectful and how everybody else took it and what I don't agree with. So right after he made that post, you see rappers like T.I. and The Game and Tank and, you know, big boy mad people putting up posts or putting up videos saying, you know, Kodak Black, that was, you know, disrespectful, this, that and the third. The part that bothered me was they weren't saying disrespectful to Lauren London. It was, oh, that's disrespectful to Nipsey. That's disrespectful to this, to only to him. It was only disrespectful because Nipsey was involved with Lauren London and there was so much respect put on Nipsey's name that that's what he was being disrespectful about. In hindsight, he was being disrespectful to a woman, period. And that's the part that irritated me. It's like a lot of times men don't defend women until it's in direct relation with a man that has clout and Nipsey had clout and he had clout for the right reasons. He was a good guy. Now I didn't listen to his music or anything like that. And I truthfully didn't know too much about everything that he was doing in his community. But after his passing and everyone was posting everything and I started doing my own research, you, I learned that he was an amazing person. Like whatever he did when he was younger is what he did when he was younger. But when he was older or as he was growing, he grew mentally and he tried to help everyone else around him, which I respect. And I understand the frustration of them saying, you know, Nipsey was this, Nipsey was that. But in reality, had Lauren not been married to Nipsey and it was just some regular guy that got shot or, you know, went through something or she went through something like this with someone else that didn't have clout, that didn't have respect on their name. No one would care that Kodak Black even said that to her. It wouldn't be such an uproar. And that's the part that pisses me off because regardless if she was married to Nipsey or Joe Blow from down the street or the dude that owns the mom and pop shop in some random ass city, he was still wrong. He shouldn't have said what he said. So the emphasis on the fact of don't respect Nipsey, like, yeah, I get that was her man. They were in a relationship, but it should be just don't respect her like that, period. She should be the forefront in the situation and then her relationship with Nipsey should be second. It shouldn't just be her relationship with Nipsey is the only reason why we need to speak out on it. Don't disrespect his name. Bro, he was being mad disrespectful to her. To her. To any woman that loses someone, you shouldn't just come off rip like, I'm going to give you some time to cry, but then you're going to cry on my shoulder. Bro, who are you? You know, you're mad disrespectful. I don't even want you. You're ugly. You're dusty. Your hair don't look good. <laughs> no, like, no. And it shouldn't just be because she was with Nipsey that is a problem. It's a problem, period. Period. There shouldn't be a heavy emphasis on the fact that Nipsey was her significant other. 
It should just be that he's wrong because he's wrong. Flat out, that's it. And that's just what I don't agree with. And I know a lot of people would be like, oh, no. Like, no, that's not what he's saying. Like, no, but that is what he's saying, my guy. Like, that was foul. Like, you can't just sit right here and put all this emphasis on the fact that she was just with Nipsey. Like, Lauren London is a woman outside of Nipsey. Period. And again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to who he is because, like I said, he had clout for the right reasons. He was an amazing person. He was. But this situation isn't just about him. Like, she is a human being. And whether she was married to him or anyone else or in a relation with him or anyone else, those statements shouldn't be made towards her, especially how and how recent she's lost someone. That shouldn't be a statement to ever say. Ever say. Period. He's wrong for that. And anybody who can only... And I mean only have a defense for Lauren London just because she was married or in a relationship with him is foul too because you're a misogynistic asshole. Women have identities outside of men and we should be able to support them and protect them with or without a guy with clout, period. Like that's how it should be. And y'all need to grow up because no, no. The game pissed me off. Talking about, oh, don't play, don't disrespect my, his name no more. Keep my, my guy's name out your mouth. First of all, I listened to the video. He didn't even really say Nipsey's name like that at all. He was mainly talking about Lauren. So that, you know what I'm saying? Like that right there is that's where the disconnect is. Yeah, they was in a relationship, but he disrespected Lauren heavily. So y'all need to address that. And not the keep my um, nigga's name out your mouth stuff. Like. You're a child and you still don't get the point. And it's okay because we still realize you that you don't respect women. It's okay. We get it. But at the end of the day, Kodak is trash. He's canceled off rip for me just for what he said to Lauren. I don't care if she was married to the mailman, which you said was trash. And I don't even want nothing to do with you. Granted, I don't listen to his music anyway. I don't think I have anything on my iPod by Kodak Black because one, he just funny looking and I just can't get past that. But I mean... Yeah. So that that was my unpopular opinion. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of feedback on that one. But um, yeah, that was that. So the word of the week is going to be virulent, which means extremely severe or harmful in effects. And if you use it in a sentence, I'm going to say, don't let someone violently pollute your space with their energy. Protect your shit. <laughs> so I want to do a black business spotlight. And each week I want to go ahead and bring to the light a black business that I dealt with that I think was excellent. And everyone else should partake in their business and buy their stuff. Because I mean, why don't you want to support us? <laughs> so this week's black business shout out goes to Royalty Exchange. Royalty Exchange is a Black-owned artisan loose-leaf tea company offering custom and specialty loose-leaf teas and accessories. They carefully research all of their products and ingredients to ensure the customer is getting an alluring tea experience in the comfort of their home. Each tea is hand-blended and made fresh to order with robust flavors soothing to all the senses. So I've actually done business with them. Um, I bought their detox tea, which was amazing. Like if you are like me, you drop all the sugar in the kitchen 
in your tea. I didn't really have to drop a lot of sugar into the tea for it to be enjoyable. It smells amazing. The shipping was like that. Like, I feel like as soon as I ordered it, I got it within three to five business days. Um, I did speak with the owner a couple of times and she is amazing. She's very friendly. She's on top of it. She even does custom blends where you can DM her or message. I think you email her on her website. Um, and you let her know what you're looking for. And then you go back and forth and she tells you what the property of each loose leaf tea or each loose leaf herb is meant for. So that way she can make a custom blend specifically for you to help you with anything that you're going through. So Definitely check out RoyaltyExchange.com. So it's spelled Royal and then T-E-A Exchange.com. And I think it's a cute play on words or whatever. So, hey girl, hey, thank you for um, hooking me up. And I look forward to everyone else at least trying them. Because if you're going to go to the store and buy tea from some big name white company, why not support a local business on the East Coast? Like she's stationed out of Baltimore, Maryland, and the service is bomb. So, Go to the website, get your tea, and sit something good at night. And last but not least, I definitely want to welcome you to my music corner. We're going to call this shuffle or repeat. So this week, I am jamming. I found two new artists, and I absolutely love their music. I swear to you, I pulled them up. I think I found one on Instagram from one of the like Instagram ads for upcoming artists, and his name was Pink Sweats. I downloaded every single song that this man has ever made that's available on iTunes music. Like it was serious for me and I have been listening to it on repeat. I don't care if I'm sitting in the house, I'm going to work, I'm doing somebody's hair. I am still listening to this man's album. So my favorite song right now is from his most recent work and it's his, what is it called? It's Pink Sweats, and this is from his Volume 2 EP. I am repeating Coke and Henny Part 2 all day, bro. Like, I swear, I went to work one day. That song was played the entire drive to work. Cut off, go right back on, cut off. I had, like, repeat one. And you know what I mean when I say repeat one? When you got your iPod and you want the song to keep repeating, so you got the one tap repeat and it repeat the album, but the next tap it repeats that song over and over again. I'm on repeat one, my guy. Like, I'm not playing. That song is like that. Like, his voice is like a groove. Like, it reminds you of Khalid, but not really like Khalid. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like that. But when I was looking at his work, I found another artist. Now, his name is Lucky Day. Now, Lucky Day is that guy, bro. Like, his song rolls some more. And I know that one came out in 2019, and he does have some recent workout, which is dope, too. But roll some more. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. y'all y'all if I was listening to pink sweats going to work I was listening to lucky day coming home from work like that's how deep that music hit me like the music in itself is a groove but the lyrics the lyrics y'all so do yourself a favor go look them up right now like I'm definitely gonna put snippets in the beginning and the end of this podcast but go look them up right now and download their stuff yo like they are good and they are so worth the download. Download them, listen to them, let me know what you think. And let me know if you want to keep having this segment. All right, you guys, it's been lovely, but this is a wrap. 
I'm trying to tweak how I, <laughs> sorry, I'm so extra, but I'm trying to tweak how I do my podcast. I want to sound like I'm less rambling and more organized. And I do have a lot of other things that I do want to talk about. So I hope you like my new version of my podcast. If not, you know, give me some feedback or whatever. But again, for all my day ones, I love you guys. For all my day twos, hey, hey. Don't forget to subscribe. I'm pretty much on every platform at this point. So if you can't listen to me on one thing, you can definitely listen to me on another. So subscribe to me. Leave me reviews. All that jazz. And I look forward to seeing y'all next time. Well, this time next week. You know, same place or whatever. (laughs) Have a nice day, y'all. See ya.